Welcome back to Home Builder Digest Radio. Today we're going to discuss how to build a custom home, a step-by-step -step guide for building. You know you want to build your dream house, but don't know how to begin? It can seem like a daunting task to build a custom home. And admittedly, it is complicated, but we're here to help. This three-part checklist is aimed at getting you on the right track and providing an overview of the process. The three parts involved are getting started, designing your custom home, and assembling your team and monitoring the process. Getting started with your custom home. You may have already thought about building your own custom home for a while, or perhaps you're just starting to think about it. The checklist starts at the very beginning and helps you think about things like setting a budget, time frame, and finding the right piece of land. Designing your custom home. Rather than adapting to the layout of an existing home, this is an exciting opportunity to design a home to match your needs. You can create a space specific to the way you and your family live. All of the features, from the doorknobs and countertops to the type of heating and arrangement of rooms, are entirely up to you. To know what to do, you must consider how you wish to use the space. The questions and suggestions in this section should help you make your architectural program. You have to determine the size your home should be. Ask things like, are there any restrictions on the possible size of your home? How many stories do you want your home to be? What rooms do you need? What aspects of your lifestyle do you want to be built into your home? Consider the type of layout that you want. What structural features do you want in each room? Determine your design and style preferences. Are there any special features you want to be included, such as fireplaces, heated floors, or the like? And do you want this to be a green design? Lastly, assembling your team and monitoring the process. This checklist includes information on assembling your custom home team, including an architect and general contractor. It suggests what questions to ask before you hire and advice on how to find the right person. We've also included some things to think about and keep track of once your home is underway. So first off, you need to hire an architect. Second, hire a general contractor. Third, consider what other team members you need, such as either a landscape architect, an interior designer, a window specialist, etc. Fourth, monitor the building process. This includes things such as your insurance, your permit security, your payments, and inspections. Next, we have cleanup. And then we have landscaping. Lastly, move in and enjoy. So let's go to part one, getting started. What is your budget? Knowing your budget is essential. Prices for new homes can range anywhere from $800 to $200 plus per square foot. Without knowing how much you can spend, it is nearly impossible to decide how large of a home you can build and where, or what design features can be included. Things to factor into your budget include the cost of the land, the local fees and taxes, the design and engineering fees, the actual home construction, cost of landscaping, interior decorating and furnishing, and a contingency budget. If you'd like to look into these specific components further, you can also check out our supplementary article, The Cost of Building a Custom Home. Most likely, you will need to take out a loan, so do things such as checking your credit report, correct any errors as your credit score might affect the loan you can receive. Speak with multiple lenders that we get a good idea of the best interest rates. Consider mortgage options. Would you like the fixed rate or variable? Do you want this done over 12 or 30 years? Would you like this through the Federal Housing Administration or traditional? Only you, your family, and your financial advisor can determine what's best for you. 
Lastly, prepare to make a down payment. Talk to your family and a financial advisor on what you can realistically pay at this time. Next, what is your time frame? Everyone wants their home finished as soon as possible. You probably have a general date you want your project finished by, but is there anything specific you should take into account when determining when you need to start and finish by? Considerations. Do you have a new baby on the way? When is the closing on your current home or the end of your lease? Does your children's school year affect when you want to move in? Could the seasons in your area cause any setbacks? Think about this. If you live in a rainy or snowy climate, for example, this won't cause major setbacks but should be taken into consideration when setting a start date if you have a strict deadline. Next, selecting the land for your custom home. Where you build is nearly as important as how, and your home's location will affect what you want to and can do with a house structurally and aesthetically. Bill Kaufman of West Sketch Architecture shares that the first step to designing a custom home is the location. Everything starts with the property, the orientation, availability of the sun, topography of the land, and the natural features on the site. These are all clues for how to sculpt a great home from the landscape. When looking at properties, consider the following. The size of the lot, the closeness of your neighbors, the slope or flatness of the land, the direction the plot faces, consider things like where the sun will be, your natural surroundings, such as the forest, fields, water, bodies of water, anything else in the area. Trees. Remember, tall old trees can't just be planted. The style of other houses in the neighborhood, if applicable or if you care. Access to resources. Will you need a well? A septic tank? New power, phone, or cable hookups? Think about that when you're looking at your property. Lastly, having a view versus privacy. Although it is not necessary, having a professional such as an architect or a contractor look at the property you're interested in may save you some headaches down the line by ensuring you can do what you want on that piece of land. So make sure you talk to a professional. Douglas George is a construction manager and a custom home homeowner or contractor. And he says that in some instances, an architect may be able to help you find the land for the type of home you want. They can tell you the advantages and disadvantages of a site. Homeowners may not be able to look at a property and realize that some aspect of it prohibits some design and build aspect. It may be helpful to do a site analysis with an architect before you purchase the land. And once you find a lot you're interested in, research the property. Find information on the zoning, wetlands, septic connections, energy code, etc. These all affect what you can do. Example, zoning can affect the required setback distance from the street, the height of your house, and whether or not you can build an in-law suite. Is the lot in a historic district? If so, there may be additional requirements or restrictions on how your home must look and what materials it must be built with. Look into home values in the surrounding neighborhood. You may not want to build a $2 million house in a much less expensive area. Next, speak to the neighbors. This is one of the best ways to find out if the area is a good fit for your family. And lastly, what is the school district, if applicable? Let's move on to part two, designing your custom home. By now, you should have a budget and timeline in mind, and have started looking at properties. Check out part one of this checklist if you haven't. The next step is to develop an architectural program. This is a statement of goals for your custom home. You should have this started before hiring an architect. 
Use the following sections to create your architectural program. Go over these ideas with your architect, as they are professionally trained to know what is possible and how to incorporate your ideas into a functional design. This is why it is important to hire an architect as early as possible. When making your architectural program, keep the following in mind. Dream big, then scale back. This is your chance to make something uniquely yours. At the start, go big on ideas. And as things move forward, you can adjust these ideas to the budget, zoning, time frame, land, and other realities. Second, separate your needs, wants, dreams, and don't wants. Third, note which rooms are most important to you. In other words, when you're living there, what would you prioritize if it came down to it? Fourth, rank your desired features in order of importance. Prices can vary greatly on custom homes, and this will help you make difficult choices later on. Again, you can check out our supplementary article, The Cost of Building a Custom Home. Fifth, play the what-if game. Prepare for the fact that some things may not go your way. Ask yourself, what if XYZ happens? What is your next choice or option? What's your backup plan? Sixth, collect pictures of things you like and don't like. You can check out websites like Pinterest and House. They're great places to start. You can also collect clippings from magazines such as Home and Gardens and Architectural Digest, or Home Builder Digest. And lastly, seven, is there anything specific about your current home that simply does not work for you? Bill Kaufman of WestSketch Architecture shares that he tells his clients to bring examples of what they do and don't like. Knowing what a client doesn't like is just as important as knowing what they do. As an architect, I get clues for the design direction from both. Next, when designing your custom home, ask yourself, what size should your home be? One of the first steps in designing a custom home is figuring out how much space you have to work with. Deciding how large your home should be is determined by a number of factors. First, find out if there are any limitations on the height and or square footage of your home. These may be based on zoning restrictions, neighborhood ordinances, or perhaps the size and layout of your lot. Next, how many stories do you want? Are you looking for a single-story home, two, three or more, a split level? Do you want a basement? Consider at this stage if stairs are going to be a problem for you or any family members. Finally, think about size in terms of rooms. Deciding what rooms you want will play a huge factor in determining the size and layout of your home. To get started, consider the following. How many beds and bathrooms do you need? Which of the following spaces do you need or want? Do you have any formal or informal living spaces? Do you have a home office? Where is your mudroom? Would you like an eat-in kitchen? Do you want a formal dining room? Where would your children's playroom be? Do you want to have a media room? Do you have a dedicated laundry room? Would you like to have a home gym? Do you want to have a garage? And if so, for how many cars? Would you like a basement or an attic or both? Do you need to build an in-law suite? Or do you have a workshop that you'd like to retreat to? Build your lifestyle into your home. Do you have any recreational activities to take into account? This is a custom home, so you can design it for your lifestyle. If you're an avid bike rider, you'll want space for bike storage. If you're a musician, perhaps a soundproofed studio space. If you're an artist, you could build a custom studio space. Or if you're a woodworker, you can create the perfect workshop. Whether you're a surfer, skier, or artist, 
make your home work for you. Douglas George again shares that in my old homes, I had to make a workshop from existing space, a shed or a corner of the garage or the basement. Here, I built my perfect woodworking shop into the design. Other things you need to consider. Do you need space to display your art? Do you want book storage? Do you want wall space for bookcases or would you like your bookcases built in? Are you a musician? Consider a separate space for playing that can insulate sound. Next, think about the layout. Once you know what rooms you want and how much space you have to work with, decide how you want everything put together. You have nearly unlimited layout options. How the rooms are arranged can affect traffic flow, privacy, and how guests and residents in the home interact. It can be overwhelming to think about how to put together all the rooms you want, so start by looking at examples and browse floor plans. This should help you determine what you do and do not like. For a great place to start, you can check out websites like houseplans.com or dreamhomesource. You want to ask yourself the following questions when you consider the layout. Do you want an open interior layout or would you like separate spaces? Do you want separate formal and informal areas of the home? Do you want it more public or would you like it private? For multi-story homes, what do you need on the first floor? What do you want on the second or higher floors? How many entrances do you want? Do you want a private entry? Any rooms in particular in which you wish to have a doorway to outside? Do you want a secret doorway? How do you want the indoor and outdoor space of your home to interact? Should they flow into each other? Or be completely separate? Think about the arrangement of these specific rooms. Ask yourself, which rooms or spaces do you want near each other? Maybe you want the children's playroom to be within earshot of the kitchen. Or does it make sense to have the laundry room be near the bedrooms? Are there any areas of the home you want more private or separate? Maybe the master suite should be separate from the other bedrooms or on a different floor. Should your office or artist studio be in a quiet corner? If you're creating an in-law suite, do you want it to be separate or integrated with the rest of the home? Next, what structural features do you want in each room? Many rooms in a house have optional features that you need to decide whether or not you want during the design process. These aspects can affect the layout of your home. To get started, go through the following checklist and determine what you do or do not want in different rooms of your custom home. Let's start with the kitchen. How much prep or counter space do you need? Do you want an eat-in kitchen or a separate dining space? Would you like a social space for the kitchen to watch TV or to hang out? Would you want this to have a work or homework space so family can spend time there? Do you have an island or a peninsula for food preparation or buffet? Would you like your pantry separate or do you want it to be a walk-in pantry? Do you want to have a prep sink or a main sink or both? Does the kitchen need a wet bar? And are you going to be using a gas or electric stove? Or would you be using an oven? This will affect what hookups you do need. Moving on to the bedrooms, how many closets do you have? Do you have numerous? Do you want your closets to be pre-made or do you want them to be walk-in closets? Do they have a connected bathroom? Will the bathroom be shared or private? Speaking of which, for the bathroom itself, will you be using a shower, a tub, a combined shower and tub, a jacuzzi tub? Hmm? Do you have one or two sinks? Do you have separate vanities or do you want the vanities together? Do you have a linen closet or will that be in a separate room? 
Is this going to be a Jack and Jill bathroom, otherwise known as a bathroom connecting to two bedrooms? For the laundry room, should it be its own separate or dedicated space, or combined with another room such as a bathroom or mudroom? Is there space for additional features such as a folding counter, a sink, a hanging rack? Do you have any outdoor spaces like a patio, a deck, a screened-in porch, a convertible indoor or outdoor space, balconies, a courtyard? Next, determine your design and style preferences. Start by thinking broadly about style. It is important to consider this early in the process as it may be best to hire an architect who specializes in that specific style. Is there a particular theme and or architectural style you are drawn to? If so, what elements of that style do you particularly like? When looking at different styles, also consider if they fit your climate, location, or neighborhood. So ask yourself the following questions. What kind of accents do you want in the home? Any specific materials you want to include? What color palette do you want to use? For the kitchen, think about things like the cabinets, the flooring, the appliances, the countertops, the finishings, etc. And when thinking about the general architectural style for your custom home, consider the following components. For your ceiling, do you want a taller ceiling? If yes, is this for everywhere or just in some spaces? For the hallways, do you have a desired width? Do you want as few as possible? How many hallways do you need in your house? Next, your stairways. Is it one flight of stairs or more? Do you want a private staircase in the back of the house? For the windows, what kind of windows do you want? Do you want a lot of windows or a few? Would you like to put in a skylight? Maybe bay windows or wide window sills? Wall space. Do you want a lot of open wall space to display your art or family memorabilia? Lighting. This applies for both indoor and outdoor. Do you want recessed lights? Sconces? Chandeliers? Look at some of the lighting options at the Home Depot to get inspired. For your roof, would you like your roof to be flat or pitched? Do you want it to be an asymmetric gable? Multiple gables? Would you like it curved? You can browse styles on websites such as the Roofing Calculator. For the exterior, what kind of siding do you want? Browse options on websites like Better Home and Gardens. Do you need limited mobility access? And for safety, do you live in an area prone to earthquakes, tornadoes, or hurricanes? Ask your builder how to take these into consideration with design and materials. Special features. There are an infinite number of additional features that can be built into your custom home. Do you want any of the following is the question. Fireplaces. If yes, will you be using gas or wood? More than one? What rooms will have fireplaces to roast marshmallows? Do you want a media room to relax in? Would you like to have a central sound system for the home or for a specific room? Do you want your floors to be heated? Would you like a central vacuum system? Do you also want a pool and or jacuzzi? And would you like that to be indoor or outdoor? Lastly, green design. There is a growing trend today towards green design. Building with this in mind can reduce your carbon footprint. Plus, many features can be built into your home that will increase your energy efficiency and water conservation, reducing your utility bills down the line. Talk to your architect about what green design features will work best with your custom home. And to learn more about tips for building an energy-efficient custom home, look at this article. Part 3. Putting together your team and monitoring your build. Let's start this section with a quote from Douglas George again. The most important thing for a custom home is to hire a good team. 
Work with competent people that you trust. It's not about getting the lowest price. It's about getting the right value. So let's start with selecting your architect. Now that you've thought about your wants and needs and developed an architectural program, it's time to find one. Do this early on in the process. Architects can do more than draw up plans. They direct your vision, listen to your ideas and needs, and they can even help you sort through what is and isn't possible based on your land, budget, and time frame. You will work closely with your architect, so it is important that you can work well with whomever you hire. So how do you find an architect? You can listen to friends and neighbors through word of mouth. Search your area for members of the American Institute of Architects, or search for AIA members online. Look up the architect and a house you like by searching the address's permit history with the local building department. Or you can check out other websites like buildzoom.com. Things to ask an architect before you hire them. How do they charge? Architects usually charge a percentage of the final project, as well as perhaps an hourly fee for initial planning. Does the architect offer 3D rendering? This can help you visualize your plans and not just see things from a 2D perspective. What is their signature style? It is often a good idea to find an architect who has worked in your desired style before. What to know during your first meeting with your architect? Consider things like the budget, the time frame, and your architectural program. With it, you can better explain to architects your vision. And architects will have a better understanding of what your project needs and whether they are the right fit for the job. Douglas George shares that when hiring an architect, you should already have an understanding of what is important to you your special needs, the relationship of the living spaces, and general concepts. Know what you want aesthetically and make sure the architect has done a project like yours before. Now that we have an architect, let's move on to hiring a general contractor. You have what you want, you hired an architect, and you're starting the design. It's time to hire a general contractor to build the home. Most architects will suggest hiring a contractor early in the design stages before plans are finalized. Discuss with your architect when the best time to hire a contractor is. Remember, your general contractor is the one bringing your home to life. They are there when you aren't, and they make sure everyone goes according to the plans. This is someone you have to trust and with whom you communicate well with, so hiring the right general contractor is vital to being happy with your custom home. So how do you find one? Our partner, BuildZoom, is an excellent resource that matches you to trusted local contractors and helps you find the best one for your project. Not to mention, it's entirely free. Referrals. You can ask your friends and family to recommend contractors. Maybe one of them had a good one that built the home that they have and a home that they are very satisfied with. You can ask your architect. Chances are your architect has worked with builders in the past that they are happy to recommend. Likely, they could even suggest one who specializes in the type of home that you are building. But before you hire a contractor, consider this. Talk to previous clients. Ask about communication, any misunderstandings or setbacks, and if they work with them again. Get photos of past projects. Meet the foreman that would be working on your home. Ask, who will be working on your home, or what subcontractors do they use? How do they pick them? Are these people they work with frequently or ones off? Do they do background checks? Ask about their suppliers. The material that goes into your home is just as important as the people building your home. Pro tip! Get at least three bids for your custom home. Outside of an architect and general contractor, you want to consider other team members. While not necessary, these are some you may wish to consider. An interior designer, a kitchen and bath designer, or a landscape architect. 
Sometimes you'll be lucky and find that your architect or general contractor already has a team member with those specialties. Monitoring the building process. You have to consider the following points when you monitor it. Your insurance, your permits, your payments, and your inspections. For insurance, make sure your general contractor has workman's compensation insurance and general liability. In many places, contractors are required to hold active policies of both in order to be licensed. Get copies of both insurances for your records before building starts. Permits. Your builder should typically take care of this. Make sure this is the case and ensure that the correct permits are in place. Or you will run into major problems with the local municipality, including fees and delays. Third, don't let your payments get ahead of schedule. And lastly, inspections. Generally, your contractor is responsible for scheduling periodic inspections as required by your municipality. Confirm with your contractor that this is the case and find out the dates to ensure you can keep track. Now when your project is complete, there are three more steps that you need to consider. Cleanup. Who's responsible for cleaning the site after construction? They should be written in your contract. Usually the builder will just take care of this, but make sure that it is clear. Landscaping. Now that construction's out of the way, make the outside of your home as beautiful as the inside. And lastly, move in. Unpack your belongings, move furniture in, decorate the walls, and make the place feel like home. And of course, enjoy your new custom home. Show it off. Have a housewarming party. Get to know your new neighbors. Invite the family. Thank you for tuning in. And if you would like to get free bids for contractors or architects to help you build your custom home, again, you can check out our partner BuildZoom.com. It is a free online service that connects aspiring homeowners and property managers to contractors in their city. We have a network of top contractors in every city that we can recommend from. And we can recommend you about three or four of the best ones tailor-fit for your project. Just visit buildzoom.com for more information or to get started.